And Yahweh spoke to Moshe, saying, <laughs> That's great. You're definitely reading every time from now on. <laughs> he did it last week, too, Mike. That's amazing. I was, doing that. I was doing that last week, too, yeah. I love that. That's so awesome. <laughs> All right. I'll mute myself. You're definitely the reader from now on. All right. All right. Read. All right. <clears throat> Send men to spy out the land of Canaan, which I am giving to the children of Israel. Send one man from each tribe of their fathers, everyone a leader among them. And by the mouth of Yahuwah, Moshe sent them from the wilderness of Paran, all of them who were heads of the children of Israel. And these were their names from the tribe of Reuben, Shamua, son of Zachar, of the tribe of Simon, Shaphat, son of, hang on, let me get my parallel up. I hate when it does it. Oh, da, 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 da. Oh, yeah. All right, Zachary. And then of the tr tribe of Simon, Shaphat, son of Hori, of the tribe of Judah, Caleb, the son of Yefune, from the tribe of Issachar, uh, Egel, the son of Joseph, the tribe of Ephraim, Hoshea, son of Nun, from the tribe of Benjamin, Halti, son of Rafu. From the tribe of Zebulun, Gadiel, the son of Sodai. From the tribe of Joseph, from the tribe of Manasseh, Gadi, son of Susi. From the tribe of Dan, Amiel, son of Gamali. <clears throat> from the tribe of Asher, Shether, son of Michael. From the tribe of Naphtali, Nabi, the son of Wapsi, I'm sorry, from the tribe of Gad, Gael, the son of Machai. These are the names of the men whom Moshe sent to spy out the land. And Moshe called Hoshea, the son of Nun, Yehoshua. And Moshe sent them to spy out the land of Canaan and said to them, Go up here into the south and go up to the mountains. And see what the land is like, and the people who dwell in it, whether strong or weak, whether few or many, and whether the land they dwell in is good or evil, whether the cities they inhabit are in camps or strongholds, and whether the land is rich or poor, and whether there are forests there or not, and you shall be strong and bring some of the land, some of the fruit of the land. Now the time was the season of the first fruits of grapes. So they went up and spied out the land from the wilderness of Sin as far as Rehob to the entrance or near the entrance of Hamath. And they went up through the south and came to Hebron and Ahiman, Sheshai, and Talmai. The descendants of Anak were there. Now Hebron had built had been built seven years before it's uh, Zoan or so on in Mitzrayim, and they came to the Wadi Eshkol and cut down from there a branch with one cluster of grapes, and they bore it between two of them on a pole. Also the pomegranates 
pomegranates and of the figs. That place was called the Wadi Eshkol because of the cluster which the men of Israel cut down from there. And they returned from spying out the land after 40 days. And they went and came to Moshe and Aaron and all the congregation of the children of Israel in the wilderness of Paran at Kadesh. And they brought back word to them and to all the congregation and showed them the fruit of the land. And they reported to him and said, We went to the land where you sent us, and truly it flows with milk and honey, and this is its fruit. But the people who dwell in the land are strong, and the cities are walled, very great. And we saw the descendants of Anak there too. The Amalekites dwell in the land of the south, while the Hittites and the Jebusites and the Amorites dwell in the mountains. And Canaanites dwell by the sea and along the banks of the of the yard uh, the Jordan. And Caleb silenced the people before Moshe and said, "Let us go up at once and take possession, for we are certainly able to overcome it." But the men who had gone up with him said, "We are not able to go up against the people, for they are stronger than we." And they they gave the children of Israel an evil report of the land which they had spied out, saying, The land through which we have gone as spies and is a land eating up its inhabitants, and all the people whom we saw in it are men of great size. And we saw there the Nephilim, sons of Anak, of the Nephilim. And we were like grasshoppers in our own eyes, and so we were in their eyes. And that's the end of 13. Really, <clears throat> fourteen. Yeah, numbers fourteen. <clears throat> numbers. Numbers fourteen. Thank you. And it says, Got it. "Then all the congregation lifted up their voices and cried, and the people wept that night. And all the children of Israel grumbled against Moshe and against Aaron. And all the congregation said to them." If only we had died in the land of Mitzrayim, or if only we had died in this wilderness. <clears throat> and why is Yahweh bringing us to this land to fall by the sword, that our wives and our children should become a prey? Would it not be better for us to turn back to Mitzrayim? And they said to each other, let us appoint a leader and let us turn back to Mitzrayim. Then Moshe and Aaron fell on their faces before all the assembly of the congregation of the children of Israel. <clears throat> and Yehoshua, son of Nun, and Caleb, son of Yephunneh, who were among those who had spied out the land, tore their garments. And they spoke to all the congregation of the children of Israel, saying, The land we pass through to spy out is an exceedingly good land. If Yahuwah has delighted in us, then he shall bring us into this land and give it to us, a land which is flowing with milk and honey. Only do not rebel against Yahuwah, nor fear the people of the land, for they are our bread. Their defense has turned away from them, and Yahuwah is with us. Do not fear them. Wise words. But all the congregation said to stone them with stones. Then the esteem of Yahuwah appeared in the tent of appointment before all the children of Israel. And Yahweh said to Moshe, How long shall I be scorned by these people? And how long shall I not be trusted by them with all the signs which I have done in their midst? Let me strike them with the pestilence and dis disinherit them and make of you a nation greater and mightier than they. And Moshe said to Yahweh, Then the Mitzrites shall hear it, 
for by your power you brought these people up from their midst. And they shall say to the inhabitants of this land, they have heard that you, Yahuwah, are in the midst of these people, that you, Yahuwah, are seen eye to eye, and that your cloud stands above them. And you go before them in a column of cloud by day and in a column of fire by night. Now, if you shall kill these people, or yeah, if you shall kill these people as one man, then the nations which have heard of your report shall speak, saying, because Yahuwah was not able to bring this people to the land which he swore to give them, therefore he slew them in the wilderness. And now I pray, let the power of Yahuwah be great as you have spoken, saying, Yahuwah is patient and great loving commitment, and of great loving commitment, forgiving crookedness and transgression, but by no means leaving unpunished, visiting the crookedness of the fathers on the children to the third and fourth generation. Please forgive the crookedness of this people, according to the greatness of your loving commitment, as you have forgiven this people from Mitzrayim even until now. And Yahweh said, I shall forgive according to your word. But truly, as I live and all the earth is filled with the esteem of Yahuwah, for none of these men who have seen my esteem and the signs which I did in Mitzrayim and in the wilderness and have tried me now these ten times and have disobeyed my voice shall see the land of which I swore to their fathers, nor any of those who scorned me see it. But my servant Caleb, because he has a different spirit in him and has followed me completely, I shall bring into the land, or, yeah, I shall bring into the land where he went, and his seed shall inherit it. Since the Amalekites and the Canaanites are dwelling in the valley, turn back tomorrow and set out into the wilderness by the way of the Sea of Reeds. And Yahweh spoke to Moshe and to Aaron, saying, How long shall this evil congregation have this grumbling against me? I have heard the grumblings which the children of Israel are grumbling against me. Say to them, As I live, declares Yahuwah, as you have spoken in my hearing, so, so I do to you. The carcasses, carcasses of, you have, of you who have grumbled against me are going to fall in this wilderness. All of you who were registered according to your entire number from 20 years old and above, none of you except Caleb son of Yephunneh, and Yehoshua, son of Nun, shall enter into the land which I swore I would make you dwell in. But your little ones, whom you said would become a prey, I shall bring in, and they shall know the land which you have rejected. But as for you, your carcasses are going to fall in this wilderness, and your sons shall be wanderers in the wilderness forty years, and shall bear your whorings until your carcasses are consumed in the wilderness." According to the number of the days in which you spied out the land, 40 days, a day for a year, a day for a year, why does it say it twice? You are to bear your crookedness 40 years, and you shall know my breaking off. I am Yahuwah, I have spoken. I shall do this to all this evil congregation who are meet, meeting against me. In this wilderness they are consumed, and there they die. And the men whom Moshe sent to spy out the land, who returned and made all the congregation grumble against him by bringing an evil report of the land, even those men who brought the evil report about the land died by the plague before Yahuwah. Of those men who went to spy out the land, only Yehoshua son of Nun and Caleb son of Yephunneh remained alive. And when Moshe spoke these words to all the children of Israel, the people mourned greatly. And they rose up early in the morning and went up to the top of the mountain, saying, 
See, we have indeed sinned, but we shall go up to the place which Yahweh has spoken of. But Moshe said, Why do you now transgress the mouth of Yahweh, since it does not prosper? Do not go up, lest you be smitten by your enemies, for Yahweh is not in your midst. Because the Amalekites and the Canaanites are there before you, and you shall fall by the sword, because you have turned away from Yahuwah, Yahuwah is not with you. But they presumed to go up to the mountaintop, but neither the Ark of the Covenant or, or of Yahuwah nor Moshe left the camp. So the Amalekites and the Canaanites who dwelt in that mountain came down and struck them and beat them down, even to Hormah. That was the end of 14. <clears throat> Amen. <clears throat> um, so I want to read this too because this kind of goes with um this, but uh, in Job. I always tell people like we need to have the the mindset of Job, you know. This sucks, praise Yah. That's what I call the mindset of Job, because in verse or chapter two, verse ten, it says, or I'll read nine first. And his wife said to him, "Do you still hold fast to your integrity? Curse Elohim and die." But he said to her, "You speak as one of the foolish women speaks. Indeed, should we only or should we accept only good from Elohim and not accept evil?" And all this, Job did not sin with his lips. I mean, it's very important that it's not just about, you know, the good times, the bad times too, because, yeah, they were going through this giant journey, complaining about not having this, you know, they had to eat the manna and all that, but at the end of it, like, they were rewarded. <laughs> so he obviously had the the whole plan laid out for them and instead of them just being patient <laughs> they're gonna they're gonna sit and complain like wow oh, i'd rather go back into slavery than deal with this next is 15 3 is one of my favorite verses of all time you guys care to know it the lord is a man of war okay. let me kick that right. one over <laughs> he's, he's, he's up there keeping track too he's like got his notepad out and he's like well they're complaining that time oh they're complaining this time here i'll i'll solve this one i'll give them some mana i don't know they're gonna complain about that too <laughs> <laughs> he's like bro 10 times they they done murdered, <laughs> yeah they're just complaining about everything man they wanted some meat to eat they complained about the quail they're just a bunch of stiff-necked people, right? And didn't take heed to his voice. Didn't take heed to what he told them. Yep. Well, have any of you guys ever correlated why he called them stiff-necked? Hmm. Just like out of curiosity. Something I I've never thought before. Maybe it's because they didn't turn the other way to walk the other way. I don't know. What in no. repentance? Well, no. <laughs> they worshipped idols, and a majority of their idols were basically statues. And all of the statues they have stiff necks. He was kind of calling hmm. them like their idols, stiff necks. 
fakes, basically. Hmm. Also, also one thing that came to mind was, uh, I believe back in the Egyptian, like the, in this time period in Egyptian culture, they were wearing these uh, necks full of uh, like chokers, like necklaces. Brains, yes, yeah. yes. Would have been very hard for them to turn their neck, so they just turned their whole body. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, it's kind of it's kind of funny when you think about it, you know. Yeah, that, he's, he's that like, was actually an Egypt goddess that you just described, Dustin. Oh, I don't doubt it. <laughs> There's a lot of stuff there. What we've seen when Moses goes up to the mountain to get the, the remainder of the Torah, that they're like, well, you know, it's, it's been a couple days. He might have died. Let's just create this calf and worship it. <laughs> Let's go back to our old ways. You know, the angels giving a report were like, do you see this? Do you see what they're wearing on their neck? Like, why? He's like, he's like, he's like bro. <laughs> like, why would they do that to themselves? Like, why they have no mobility now? It's just, for me, it's kind of funny. Like, Yah kind of has a sense of humor. <laughs> yeah, he does. Like, you you stiff-necked people. <laughs> you can't even turn your head. <laughs> he's like, He's, he's like sneak dissing him. <laughs> he's telling the angel, yeah, go down there and uh, get a little stiff next. Uh, just record everything he's saying and uh, report back to me. <laughs> stiff necks. <laughs> All right. Does somebody want to read 15 or they want me to? I just want to point out that before you read it, Dustin, remember what we just read. Everything we just read, what happened, what took place. And now we give three commands. <clears throat> and I really think the reason why he gives these three commands is because of what just happened. Okay, well, well I'll pause again to add to that. Um, that right there is a perfect explanation of when you fast forward to, uh, the new Testament, when Paul is speaking about, you know, the Torah, the law, and he says, why then the Torah, it was added because of transgressions. That's the whole purpose for all of the Torah, because, you know, I, I assume that God would think that we would know better, but we just kept doing the opposite of the right thing. So he's like, okay, I'm, I'm going to make this a command. Oh, okay, I'm going to make this a command. You know what I mean? That's the whole purpose for the Torah, because we couldn't get it right. So he's like, I'm going to give you a hard copy of this. Please don't screw it up. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, which I find actually really bizarre. If, if anyone's ever read the Testament of the 12 Patriarchs, like, knowing what they knew... I just don't see how they could have behaved this way towards, yeah. Yeah. Speaking of Abraham, I was going to say that this, like that whole correlation, like within like, you know, America and we have these writings and stuff, but of course we see that the modern church just completely misses the point. Um, <laughs> in a lot of cases, they, they keep some, but you get what I'm saying. 
they'd say we don't have to follow the law and yada 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 but it kind of in a sense makes you feel like abraham because you're in this uh pagan society and you're like hey wait a second what what, what about this what about this this elohim you know what about yahoo like i remember i remember hearing about this guy like let's, let's see what he says to live like because he's the creator right <laughs> Kind of makes you feel yes. like Abraham. I want to state something and then read something and then go to the next uh, chapter. Ten four. <laughs> so, uh, I think part of the issue with modern church is because they think that you know we can't be holy or, as we know the term, set apart. Um, even though they read things or will verbally, you know, confirm the scripture. You know, we are a peculiar people. Yeah, because we are set apart. Uh, but they completely missed the old testament where it specifically states and this is leviticus 19 2, speak to all the congregation of the children of israel and say to them be set apart be holy <laughs> for i yahweh your elohim am set apart they missed that we can't well, holy. can i tell you what they quote all the time and this is the trickery of the devil but we are all of an unclean thing and our righteousness is a filthy rags. Yep. And we do all fade as a leaf. And our iniquities, like the wind, have taken us away. Our sin has taken us away. And then it says, a couple verses down, it says, But now, O Lord, thou art our father. We are the clay, thou art the potter. And we all are the work of thine hand. Be not wroth, very sorrow, Lord. Neither remember iniquity forever. Behold, see, see we beseech thee. We are thy people, you know, and he's always telling you to repent, to turn away. He told Cain that he's like, just if you do well, you will, you'll prosper. If not, sin is always crouching at the door. Now, Deuteronomy 30 also tells us that Yah himself says that none of these commandments are too hard for us to. No. <laughs> Deuteronomy, Deuteronomy 30, 14, right? Mm-hmm, I believe so. Yeah. <laughs> it says it's on your lips to do it because it's the taste, it tastes like honey. Yeah. It's sweet as honey, you know? All right. So. Chapter 15. <laughs> Yahweh spoke to Moshe, said... <laughs> <laughs> You need to do that every time Yahweh talks. Every single time. That's what I was doing last week. That's what I was doing last week. Anyways, (laughs) yeah, do that every time, dude. He's a deep voice too. All right, speak. Even even if you go into Isaiah, if it says the word of the Lord, you need to do that voice. I am the Lord Yahweh's Bible. All right, anyways, <laughs> speak to the children of Israel and say to them, when you have come into the land of your dwellings, which I am giving you, and you make an offering by fire to Yahuwah, an ascending offering or a slaughtering to accomplish a vow or a voluntary offering, or in your appointed times to make a sweet fragrance to Yahuwah from the herd or the flock, then he who brings near his offering to Yahuwah shall bring near a grain offering of one-tenth of an apha of fine flour mixed with one-fourth of a hen of oil and one-fourth of a hen of wine 
as a drink offering, you prepare with the ascending offering or the slaughtering for each lamb. Or for a ram, you, prefer, you prepare as a grain offering two-tenths of an aphah of fine flour mixed with one-third of a hen of oil. And as a drink offering, you bring one-third of a hen of wine as a sweet fragrance to Yahuwah. And when you prepare a young bull as an ascending offering uh, or as a slaughtering to accomplish a vow or as a peace offering to Yahuwah, then shall be brought with the young bull a grain offering of two of three-tenths of an aphah of fine flour mixed with half a hen of oil. <clears throat> and bring as the drink offering half a hen of wine as an offering made by fire, a sweet fragrance to Yahuwah. This is what is done for each young bull, for each ram, or for each lamb or young goat. According to that, according to the number that you prepare, so you do for each one according to their number. Let all who are native do so with them, and bringing near an offering made by fire a sweet fragrance to Yahuwah. And when a stranger sojourns with you, or whoever is among you throughout your generations, and would make an offering made by fire a sweet fragrance to Yahuwah, as you do, so he does. One law is for you of the assembly and for the stranger who sojourns with you, a law forever throughout your generations. As you are, so is the stranger before Yahuwah. One Torah and one right ruling is for you and for the stranger who sojourns with you. And Yahuwah spoke to Moshe, saying, Speak to the children of Israel and say to them, When you come into the land to which I bring you, then it shall be, when you eat of the bread of the land, that you present a contribution to Yahuwah. Present a cake of the first of your dough as a contribution, as a contribution of the threshing floor you present it. Of the first of your dough, you are to give to Yahuwah a contribution throughout your generations. And when you sin by a mistake, and do not do all these commands which Yahuwah has spoken to Moshe, all that Yahuwah has commanded you by the hand of Moshe from the day Yahuwah gave command and onward throughout your generations, then it shall be, if it is done by mistake without the knowledge of the congregation, that all the congregation shall prepare one young bull as an ascending offering, as a sweet fragrance to Yahuwah, with its grain offering and its drink offering, according to the right ruling, and one male goat as a sin offering. Then the priest shall make atonement for all the congregation of the children of Israel, and it shall be forgiven them, for it was done by mistake. And they shall bring their offering, <clears throat> an offering made by fire to Yahuwah, and their sin offering before Yahuwah for their mistake. And it shall be forgiven all the congregation of the children of Israel and the stranger who sojourns in their midst, because all the people did it by mistake. And if a being sins by mistake, then he shall bring a female goat a year old as a sin offering. And the priest shall make atonement for the being who strays by mistake when he sins by mistake before Yahuwah to make atonement for him, and it shall be forgiven him. For him who does whatever by mistake, there is one Torah, both for him who is native among the children of Israel and for the, sojourner, for the stranger who sojourns in their midst. But the being who does whatever defiantly, whether he is a native or a stranger, he reviles Yahuwah, and that being shall be cut off from among his people. Because he has despised the word of Yahuwah and has broken his command, that being shall certainly be cut off. His crookedness is in him, or is upon him. 
And while the children of Israel were in the wilderness, they found a man gathering sticks on the Sabbath day. And those who found him gathering sticks brought him to Moshe and to Aaron and to all the congregation. And they put him in under guard because it had not been declared what should be done to him. And Yahweh said to, said to Moshe, the man shall certainly be put to death. All the congregation stoning him with stones outside the camp. And all the congregation brought him outside the camp and stoned him with stones as Yahuwah commanded Moshe, and he died. And Yahuwah spoke to Moshe, saying, Speak to the children of Israel, and you shall say to them to make seat seat on the corners of their garments throughout their generations, and to put a blue cord in the seat seat of the corners. And it shall be to you for a seat seat, and you shall see it, and shall remember all the commands of Yahuwah, and shall do them. And do not search after your own heart and your own eyes after which you went a whoring, so that you remember and shall do all my commands and be set apart unto your Elohim. For I am Yahuwah, your Elohim, who brought you out of the land of Mitzrayim to be your Elohim. I am Yahuwah, your Elohim. Why don't we wear seat seats, guys? Reminds you to keep the commandments. Yeah, you should have definitely done that some voice because Yahweh says so. Uh, we gonna do okay. okay. <clears throat> because Yahweh says so. I am Yahweh, your Elohim, who brought you out of the land of Mitzrayim to be your Elohim. <laughs> I am Yahweh. Your Elohim. <laughs> yeah, that's great, man. That's I love good. that, dude. It's <laughs> so good. <laughs> the Ten Commandments was. Written on a blue sapphire stone. Yep. Mm -hmm. It even talks about Jubilee's a blue. Yep. Hey, this guy that was uh, collecting sticks. <laughs> I knew uh, you were going to go there. Oh, <laughs> boy. Here we go. <laughs> That's his favorite, y'all. Leave him alone. Just leave me alone. Yeah. Um, I guess this guy was going to go to work. Because in the two verses before it, it says, but the soul that doeth aught presumptuously, whether he be born in the land or a stranger, the same reproacheth the Lord, and that soul shall be cut off from among the people, because he has despised the word of the Lord and hath broken his commandments. That soul shall utterly be cut off, and his iniquity shall be upon him. And then it goes right into talking about and while the children of Israel were in the wilderness, they found this man gathering sticks on the Sabbath day, and they didn't know what to do with them. It's because he was openly defying God in his commandments, yeah. openly. There was no, and if you go to verse 29, it says, you shall have one law for him that sinneth through ignorance, both for him that is born among the, the children of Israel and for the stranger that sojourneth among him, among them, I'm sorry. He was not sinning out of ignorance. He was sin sinning defiantly against God's commands. That's why that man was stoned. Yeah. <clears throat> the same thing that's going to happen to people at the end when God rains down his, brings his wrath on the earth and the wicked that don't have it in their heart, never will have it in their heart to follow God. Some of these wicked men that run this world, they're going to be destroyed. They have a chance. 
They have a chance because the sun died for everybody. They have a chance to change. Anybody can change from any type of behavior. I'm going to, I'm going to set forth because you said that the, the rulers of this world, correct? Some of the, yeah, you know, I'm talking about like that. Yeah. yeah go ahead. Well, I'm going to set forth that they absolutely know and believe scripture. Absolutely. Yes. So. Yes. The Rothschild family absolutely knows. <laughs> absolutely. <laughs> absolutely knows. They have it, but, 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 but they can change. Yeah. Yeah. They can repent. They can repent. We can't count anybody out. Just like, uh, I keep forgetting that sister's name. Andre, Andrea. It's like she said, you can't, you can't count anybody, anybody out. No, you can't. Because you don't know, like, I mean... We just don't have any right to judge someone's heart. No, we we're not judge judged. Their fruit, their behavior. Yeah. yeah. But not we their call them out. We're supposed to call out our brothers and sisters, you know, in a compassionate way, not in like, I'm right, you're wrong. You don't know your Bible. You don't know what you read. You don't understand that, you know, because <laughs> that really just doesn't do any good. It's like, it's like taking a Torah wiffle ball bat and beat somebody over the head with it. <laughs> Hit them like 10 times. You understand that now? It says Torah. <laughs> and they just, they're just like, no. Because of what Paul said, which he didn't say. <laughs> Man, Dustin, you really called me out on that one. I like this one though I like you shall have one law for him yes. that sinneth through ignorance which is who wouldn't that be uh, love Christianity you know I would say that it is because it's too it's ignorance on multiple behalfs or multiple cases because yeah. for one, they're just trusting this man, and for two, they're not seeking it out themselves. They're just But they but they did accept a free gift. They did accept a free gift. They did accept that free gift. Like I said before, they just haven't got to the the meat yet. Yeah. You know, of no, the because, because they're listening to people who are still choking on milk preach. <laughs> yeah they're not even learned they're going to they're going to baptist seminary schools which again shows that it doesn't matter whether you're reading these extra books or learning from a man that's not how you learn you get in no. this book you stick your nose in this book yeah. you pray to the father you ask for that wisdom you ask for that understanding and yeah. graciously through his ruach hakodesh all these things shall be revealed. Does it not say, seek ye first the kingdom and all else shall be revealed? Sorry. Crikey. I thought we'd keep going. Son of none, set out from Chittim. Two men. <laughs> I'm sorry. Two men spy secretly saying, go into the land, even Jericho. And they went and came into the harlot's house named Rahab and lodged there. And it was told the king of Jericho saying, behold, there came in men in hither tonight of the children of Israel to search out our country. 
And the king of Jericho sent unto Rahab, saying, Bring forth the men that are come unto thee, which are entered into thy house, for they have come to search out all the country. And the woman took the two men and hid them, and thus there came men unto them, but I wist not and whence they were. Wow, that English is crazy. I wist not what they whence they were. <laughs> and it came to pass about that time of shutting the gate, when it was dark, that the men went out uh, whither, went out whither. Oh, the men went out. Whither the men went, I, I want not. Pursue after them quickly, for ye shall overtake them. But she had brought them up to the roof of the house and hid them in the stalks of the flax, which she had laid in order upon the roof. And the men pursued after them the way to Jordan unto the fords. And as soon as they, as soon as they which pursued after them, they gone out and they shut the gate. And before they were laid down, she came up unto the roof and she said unto the men, I know that the Lord hath given you the land and that your terror is fallen upon us and all the inhabitants of the land are land faint because of you. For we have heard how the Lord dried up the water of the Red Sea for you when you came out of Egypt and when the and what he did unto the two kings of the Amorites that were on either on either side of the Jordan, uh, Sihon and Og, whom you utterly destroyed. And, it, and as soon as we had heard these things, our hearts did melt. Neither did there remain any more courage in any man because of you. For the Lord your God, he is, he is a God of heaven above and the earth beneath. Now, therefore, I pray you swear unto me by the Lord, since I have showed you kindness, that you will also show kindness unto my father's house and give me a true token. And that you will save alive my father and my mother and my brethren and my sisters and all that have and deliver our lives from death. And the men answered her, our life for, for yours. If you utter not this our business, and it shall be when the Lord hath given us the land that we shall deal kindly and truly unto thee. Then she, then she let them down by a cord through the window, for the house was upon the town, for the house was upon the town wall, and she dwelt upon the wall. And she said unto them, Get you to the mountain, lest the pursuers meet you. And hide yourselves there three days until the pursuers be returned, and afterward may, you may be you may go your way. And the men said unto her, We will be blameless of thine oath which thou hast made us swear. Behold, when we come into the land, thou shalt bind this line of scarlet thread in the window in which thou didst let us down by. And thou shalt bring thy father and thy mother and thy brethren and thy father's household home unto thee. And it shall be that whosoever go out of the doors of thy house into the street, his blood shall be upon his head and we will be guiltless. And whosoever shall be with thee in thy house, his blood shall be on our head and any hand be upon him. 
And if thou utter this business, then we will we will be quit of thine oath, which thou hast made us to swear. And she said, according to unto your way, your word. I'm some. She said, according unto your words, so it be not. And she sent them away, and they departed. And she bound the scarlet line in the window. And they went and came into the mountain and abode there three days until the pursuers were returned and the pursuers sought them throughout all the way, but found them not. So the two men returned, descended from the mountain and passed over and came to Joshua, the son of Nun, and told him all the things that they befell them. And they said unto Joshua, truly the Lord hath delivered into our hands all the land. For even the inhabitants of the country do faint because of us. Sorry about that. I didn't have my glasses. I would have just blamed the King James because it's rough, man. Then Tobiyahu wrote a prayer of rejoicing and said, Blessed be Elohim that lives forever, and blessed be his kingdom. For he scourges and has mercy. He leads down to Sheol, and he brings up again. Neither is there any that can avoid his hand. Confess him before the other nations, you children of Yasharel, for he has scattered us among them. There declare his greatness and extol him before all the living. For he is our Adonai, and he is Elohim, our father forever. And he will scourge us for our iniquities and will have mercy again, and will gather us out of all nations among whom he has scattered us. If you turn to him with your whole heart and with your whole mind and deal uprightly before him, then he will turn unto you and you will not, oh, sorry, and will not hide his face from you. Therefore, see, he will do with you and confess him with your whole mouth and praise Yahuwah of might and extol the everlasting king. In the land of my captivity do I praise him and declare his might and majesty to a sinful nation. O ye sinners, turn and do justice before him. Who can tell if he will accept you and have mercy on you? I will extol my Elohim, and my soul shall praise the King of heaven and shall rejoice in his greatness. Let all men speak and let all praise him for his righteousness. O Jerusalem, the holy city, he will scourge you for your children's works. And will have mercy again on the sons of righteous. Give praise to Yahuwah, for he is good. And praise the everlasting king, that his tabernacle may be built in you again with joy. And let him make joyful there in you those that are captives. And love in you forever those that are miserable. Many nations shall come from far to the name of Yahuwah Elohim with gifts in their hands, even gifts to the king of heaven. All generations 
shall praise you with great joy. Cursed are all they which hate you, and blessed shall all be which love you forever. Rejoice and be glad for the children of the just, for they shall be gathered together and shall bless Yahuwah of the just. O blessed are they which love you, for they shall rejoice in your peace. Blessed are they which have been sorrowful for all your scourges, for they shall rejoice for you when they have seen all your glory and shall be glad forever. Let my soul bless Elohim, the great king, for Jerusalem shall be built up with sapphires and emeralds and precious stone and your walls and towers and battlements with pure gold. And the streets of Jerusalem shall be paved with beryl and carbuncle and stones of Ophir, and all her streets shall say, Hallelujah. And they shall praise him, saying, Blessed be Elohim, which has extolled it forever. I got, um, actually, this is a random correlation. I know it's not part of the Torah portion, but uh, Enoch, 93, actually, <clears throat> eight, it says, and after that, in the sixth week, all, all who live in it will be blinded, and the hearts of all them will godlessly forsake wisdom, and in it a man will ascend, and at its close the house of dominion will be burnt with fire, and the whole race of the chosen root will be dispersed. That's talking about Yeshua going to heaven. Talking about Yeshua and Jesus answered them, as I have prophesied correctly about you hypocrites, as it is written, these people honor me with their lips, but their hearts are far from me. They worship me in vain. They teach the doctrine from precepts of men. You have disregarded the commandment of God to keep the tradition of men. Yeah, so the, the vision continued, and Enoch saw the standing temple built up by Solomon. It says the testament of Levi reveals the temple is profane and secreted by the Levitical priesthood. To, let me desecrate, sorry, by the Levitical priesthood who rebelled against the covenant and the commandments of Yahweh. That's what Sean's notes were on it. That's like that. They shall godlessly forsake wisdom. And uh, can I point out what wisdom is real quick? Yeah. yeah. Uh, I'm just going to read a little bit right here. It says, uh, Proverbs 1. The fear of the Lord is the beginning of knowledge, but fools despise wisdom and knowledge. Proverbs <laughs> 2. My son, if thou wilt receive my words and hide my commandments within me, so that thou incline thy ear unto wisdom and apply thy heart to understanding. Yes, if thou Christ after knowledge and lift us up thy voice for understanding. If thou seekest her as silver and searchest her as for hid treasures, then shalt thou understand the fear of the Lord and find the knowledge of God. For the Lord giveth wisdom out of his mouth cometh knowledge and understanding. He layeth up sound wisdom for the righteous. He's a buckler for them that walk uprightly. He keepeth the paths of the judgment. He keepeth paths of judgment 
and preserveth the way of his, of his saints. Then shalt thou understand righteousness and judgment and equity for every good path. When wisdom enter into thine heart and knowledge is pleasant unto thy soul. So basically wisdom is to fear the Lord and keep the commandments. Mm-hmm. Because remember Cornelius, his household feared the Lord. And that's what that meant was to keep the commandments. And he was a Gentile. His whole household feared the Lord. And according to this, fearing the Lord is the is keeping the commandments and it's the start of wisdom, true wisdom. But fools despise wisdom and understanding. Yes. So you I know just, I, I like the close of uh, verse eight though, because it specifically states that the chosen root, the whole race of the chosen root shall be dispersed. That means everybody. Yes. And James backs it up in James 1 1, where it says, Greetings to the 12 tribes scattered abroad. Yep. He didn't say 10. He didn't say yeah. 7. He didn't he say, say 2. 11. He didn't say 11. <laughs> to the 12 tribes scattered abroad. Amen. He even says in Deuteronomy 30 that he scattered us to the nations. And when we come back and hearken unto his voice, then he will turn and have compassion on us. <laughs> Hallelujah. Matthew 10. And having called his 12 taught ones near, he gave them authority over unclean spirits to cast them out and to heal every disease and every bodily weakness. And these are the names of the 12 emissaries first, or first, Simon, who is called Kepha, and Andrew, his brother, Jacob, the son of, oh shoot, I hate how they put these boxes over here, the son of Zebedeus, Zabdi, and Yohanan, his brother, Philip and Bartholomew, Toma and Matiahu, the tax collector, Jacob, the son of Alphi, and what is this one? Lebeus, Lebeus, whose last name was Tadai, or Thaddeus, uh, Simon the Canaanite, and Yehuda from Kiriath, who did also deliver him up. Yeshua sent these twelve out, having commanded them, saying, Do not go into the way of the nations, and do not enter into enter a city of the Shomeronim, but rather go to the lost sheep of the house of Israel. And as you go, proclaim, saying, The reign of the heavens has drawn near. Heal the sick, cleanse the lepers, raise the dead, cast out demons. You have received without paying, give without being paid. Do not acquire gold or silver or copper for your money belts, or a bag for the journey, or two undergarments, or sandals, or staffs, for the worker is worthy of his food. And into whatever city or village you enter, ask who is worthy and stay there until you leave. And as you enter into a house, greet it. And if the house is worthy, let your peace come upon it. But if it is not worthy, let your peace return to you. And whoever does not receive you nor hear your words, then you leave that house or city, shake off the dust from your feet. I think that was, yeah, 1 through 14. Yeah. <clears throat> and then I just want to point out one thing. What did Yeshua 
tell them to preach. Verse 7. As you go, proclaim, saying, The reign of the heavens has drawn near. Sounds an awful lot like repent, for the kingdom is at hand. Absolutely, and it's not after being preached today. <laughs> it's absolutely not. <laughs> Sorry about the mess ups. The way that eSword does the TS2009, it does like a bunch of really weird squares. <laughs> so I have issue I have to read parallel that way I can look at the other versions and see what the what it's supposed to say sometimes. <clears throat> Romans 11:17-27 verse 13 For I speak to you the nations inasmuch as I am an emissary to the nations I esteem my service if somehow I might provoke to jealousy those who are my flesh and save some of them for if their casting away is the restoration to favor of the world what is their acceptance but life from the dead now if the first fruit is set apart the lump is also and if the root is set apart so are the branches and if some of the branches were broken off and you being a wild olive tree have been grafted in among them and came to share the root and the fatness of the olive tree and do not boast against the branches. And if you boast, remember, you do not bear the root. The root bears you. You shall then, or you shall say then, the branches were broken off that I might be grafted in. Good. By unbelief, they were broken off. And you stand by belief. Do not be arrogant, but fear. For if Elohim did not spare the natural branches, he might not spare you either. See then the kindness and sharpness of Elohim on those who fell sharpness, but towards you kindness. If you continue in his kindness, otherwise you also shall be cut off. And they also, if they do not continue in unbelief, shall be grafted in, for Elohim is able to graft them in again. For if you were cut out of the olive tree, which is wild by nature, and were grafted contrary to nature into a good olive tree, how much more shall these, who are the natural branches, be grafted into their own olive tree? For I do not wish you to be arrogant of this secret, brothers, lest you should be wise in your own estimation, that hardening, in part, has come over Israel, until the completeness of the nations has come in. And so, sh all, shall, and so all Israel shall be saved, as it has been written, the Deliverer shall come out of Sion, and he shall turn away wickedness from Yehob. And this is my covenant which I, with them when I take away their sins." what's the next one uh, the next one is hebrews 3 1 through 19 would you like to read wherefore holy brethren partakers of the heavenly calling consider the apostle and high priest of our profession yahusha hamashiach who was faithful to him that appointed him as also moshe was faithful in all his house. For this man was counted worthy of more glory than Moshe, inasmuch as he who has built the house has more honor than the house. For every house is built by some man, but he that built all things is Elohim, 
and Moshe truly was faithful in all his house as a servant for a testimony of those things which were to be spoken after, but Mashiach as a son over his own house, whose house are we? If we hold fast the confidence and the rejoicing of the hope firm unto the end. Wherefore, as the Ruach HaKodesh says, today, if you will hear his voice, harden not your hearts, as in the provocation in the day of temptation in the wilderness. When your fathers tempted me, proved me, and saw my works forty years. Wherefore, I was grieved with that generation and said, they do always err in their heart and they have not known my ways. So I swore in my wrath, they shall not enter into my rest. Take heed, brethren, lest there be in any of you an evil heart of unbelief. Ooh, there it is again evil and unbelief in departing from the living Elohim but extort one another daily while it is called today lest any of you be hardened through the deceitfulness of sin for where for we are made partakers of Mashiach if we hold to the beginning of our confidence steadfast unto the end while it is said Today, if you will hear his voice, harden not your hearts, as in the provocation. For some, when they had heard, did provoke. Howbeit not all that came out of Mitzrayim by Moshe. But with whom was he grieved forty years? Was it not with them that had sinned, whose carcasses fell in the wilderness? And to whom swore he that they should not enter into his rest, but to them that believed not? So we see that they could not enter in because of their unbelief. Whew. Yeah, man, not believing in his word is evil. <laughs> 